What's up, Substackers? Couple things to talk about today. Number one, as y'all know, I'm always advocating for uh, mental health and ways that we can take care of ourselves. As corny as it sounds, I, it's important uh, to me that we get rid of the stigma over caring for your brain and uh, trying to fix yourself or work on yourselves. I don't know if fix yourself is the probably the PC term because it implies that we're broken. But frankly, uh, at least on a personal level, I can tell you that I used to be broken. <laughs> and I'm not necessarily completely fixed now, but I'm, I'm, I'm road safe. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm not saying that I shouldn't replace a taillight, but I can drive. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like there for a long time, I was in the junkyard and I didn't even know it, baby. And uh, I, I like one of the, my main reasons for advocating for this is that I look at my I look at my past now. I, I really I look at how happy. Sorry, I'm, I'm rambling. I look at how happy I am right now, and how much better I feel, and how much uh, calmer I am about certain things. And I go, man. You wasted so many years not truly happy. Like you, when you really become happy, you find out that you never knew what happiness was. You know what I mean? That's a wild thing to say. It's a wild thing to even consider that for a large portion of your life, you weren't happy even though you thought you were. But I'm telling you, at least in my own personal experience, once you actually experience true happiness you know it and you're like oh my god i've been wrong <laughs> all these all these years and uh it's just something that it seems so simple it's like you hear somebody go hey take care of your brain you're like yeah of course why wouldn't i do that but we don't and we live in a society that doesn't encourage it at least for men you know i think it's for everybody but you know i don't think that i don't think that i'm going out on too uh too feeble of a branch here in saying that like it's more accepted in female culture to get therapy than it is with guys I, i'm not listen we're <laughs> i promote equality and the fact that men have it easier in most all aspects of life but i'm gonna have to give us this one as saying we don't have it easier in this regard you know but it don't have to be that way and uh, for me, you know, when I was a kid, people used to talk about if you had to go to a therapist, it, it literally meant that you were weak, right? Yeah, that's what it meant. And uh, I finally had to get to a place in my life where I was like, I don't care what anybody thinks because I just want to be happy. And you just got to get there, bro. You just got to like, I, I remember uh, there's this quote. I deal in a lot of cliches on this here podcast on this Substack, But dude, sometimes something's a cliche for a reason is because it's so true and it's powerful. And I heard this one several years ago that was, uh, those who, uh, those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter. And boy, I'm telling you as stupid and cliche as it is, if you could get that one thought to permeate your brain <laughs> at, at all times of the day, you will kick life's ass baby. Cause it's so true. Like I ain't, I, I ain't lost one single friend cause I went to therapy and I ain't lost one single friend because I don't party as much anymore. You know what I mean? 
I may have found out who my true friends were, but the people that love me are like, yeah, buddy, work on yourselves. And the people who are like, this is stupid. You're a wimp. They don't matter. <laughs> who cares, bro? This is a long-winded way of uh, trying to get into what I wanted to tell you about today is a form of meditation. I was watching the show Shrinking, which uh, y'all have heard me talk about on here before. Is the, It's a show about uh, therapy, Jason Siegel. And Harrison Ford play therapist, and, and uh, Jason Siegel's lost his wife, and everybody's going through their own trauma, and blah, 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 blah. You get it, and it's it's a wonderful show. And um, on the show, Krista Miller, who is the showrunner and creator Bill Lawrence's uh, wife, the very talented actress Krista Miller, you definitely know her from Scrubs. She was Dr. Cox's wife, and you know her from the Drew Carey show where she was, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank, even though I love that show. Doesn't matter. On the show... They were showing how she likes to go out on walks and collect rocks, right? And so she gets these rocks, she comes home, she like saws them in half, and then she tumbles them for a while until they're shiny. And that's what she does. And one of the uh, characters told her, like, oh, oh, so it's like meditation. She's like, no, it's not meditation, it's rocks. And they go through this whole back and forth, back and forth. And she's like, you know, I just zone out and I just do the blah, blah, blah. And she finally realizes, like, oh, yeah, this is exactly like meditation. And I had that thought the other day, and this is going to be so funny coming from my dumb lips, but that's what making butter is to me. It, it is. Anything can be meditation. Like, like I have always thought about meditation, like the only way to do it is to sit on the ground and completely, uh, you know, uh, wipe your brain clean for 10, 15 minutes or whatever. And I've just always known there is absolutely no possible way that I can do that. Like part of my depression and anxiety come from, and I know a lot of y'all are like this too. Our brains don't shut off. Our brains are constantly going, what about this? What about that? You were wrong here. Oh, wasn't that a stupid thing that you said 18 months ago? Oh my God, let's dwell on that. And so, like, when you try, when you have, like, silence is the worst enemy that I can have. Like, you know, the, the church loves to say an idle mind is the devil's workshop because they mainly, and we all know this to be true, because they don't want you thinking for yourself. <laughs> the, the church is like, don't let you, don't sit there and think now, because if you think, you might start thinking that some of this stuff that we thought was dumb, <laughs> you know? But, but... So with me, it's like at nighttime, I, I can't just like usually fall asleep to nothingness. I've got to be reading or have some TV on so that my brain doesn't play tricks on me. But that's not really meditation, you know, because I'm focused on something. And then it hit me the other day that when I'm making butter, like the only thing I'm really focused on is watching to see when that butter, when the cream breaks apart and becomes butter and starts whipping all the buttermilk around. And sort of by watching that mixer, I'm like hypnotizing myself. And like, I've noticed that I've been making a lot of butter lately and I've been making like small batches so that I can do it more often. And I just realized like, oh my God, the reason that you do this is because you escape for 15 to 20 minutes. You know, it don't take that long to make butter, but it's, you're not thinking about anything. You're just sitting there transfixed on this process. And so like, I I, I think that's a, a really neat thing to know that like meditation doesn't just have to be 
sitting and going, oh, oh, because <laughs> like that's, you know, that's immediately what I think of when I think of meditation. But like her tumbling rocks is meditation. Me making butter is meditation. There's some sort of like, I guess when I'm walking in the woods, you know, like every now and then when I'm in the woods, I'm usually listening to a podcast or music, usually a podcast doing research for some uh, like putting on airs thing or something for a bit because I'm always like I, this is what's great about my job is that I love doing it so I'm always I can always say like I'm always working and that's true but it's like I'm not in the mines or anything you know what I'm saying my work is uh, very neat and fun but I'm still working I'm 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 using my brain for something but then every now and then I like the podcast will like I'll be deep in the woods and uh, it'll be buffering, and there'll be like 10 minutes where all I'm hearing is the crunch of the leaves below my feet. And it's like, oh my God, dude, that's meditation. That's that shit. And that's when I'm like at my most peace. And afterwards, you feel so refreshed. So I, I say all this to say, dude, meditation don't just have to be sitting crisscross applesauce going, om, like a one of them big bearded robed fellers on the cartoons. Make butter. I implore all of you. We should all make our own butter. We should have a butter club. I'll start it. I'm the chief. I'm the butter. I'm the butter king. And then y'all all be my buttresses. <laughs> I don't think that's what I don't think. What is a buttress? A buttress is something to buttress. Ah, eh, I'll look it up later. It doesn't matter. Anyways, take your mental health serious. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm bringing all this up because I, I sort of slipped down a, a little path in the past couple of days where I wasn't really treating myself all that great. I was doing this very dumb thing where I was checking internet comments, right? And it's become, so I had like programmed myself to not look at internet comments. Uh, but as I've told y'all on here before, it's actually like kind of a double-edged sword because when you make stuff, you do need to know how people feel about it so that you know if you should. And by the way, I don't count the comments on this Substack because y'all are all sweet and literally no one has ever said a mean thing to me. You're allowed to. Of course, it's a free world. Uh, but I don't count the Substack comments. Of course, I check all of those. I read them and I try to reply to them uh, for several reasons. Number one, I'm glad that you're here. And number two, I genuinely like all y'all and y'all always bring very interesting things to the conversation. Sometimes I found myself guilty of reading one of y'all's comments that is like particularly long-winded, like, you know, a three or four paragraph comment, really, really enjoying it and sitting there thinking back. I'm like, what great points. And then I forget to respond. Uh, so just know that if I didn't respond, it's literally because I forgot because I was sitting there thinking of how great of a comment it was. I'm like, oh my God, that's true. And I probably like read it to my wife. Uh, so I, I don't count those. I enjoy those. But like, so you have to kind of read what people are saying a little bit. But like, as soon as you start, like you will see 99 positive comments. And then the one negative comments, the only thing you think about all day. And I have tried to get over it. And it's just so hard for me to not think about that one comment. I want to cuss back at him. I don't do that anymore, but I want so badly to be like, oh, really? Oh, I got one fact wrong on putting on airs? I'm sorry. I'll give all, I'll give you all your money back for the episode. What's that? It was free? Then shut up, you know? 
Uh, but but what's made it more difficult is I've tried not to check them, but my dad is now the producer of putting on airs, so he sees them <laughs> and he'll screenshot the worst of them and be like, "Can you believe this motherfucker?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Dad, I'm trying not to see these for a reason." But it got me down a dark, dark like in a dark way, and then I started doing something that I'm almost ashamed to admit to you. I started looking at other people's like the comments on other people's Twitter videos. Like I would see like, I would see a Twitter video that has 10 million views and I just go through the comments and just start looking at negative ones and just feeling horrible about the universe. And like some of these people blow my mind. There will be a completely innocuous video that like isn't offensive in any way. It's just a fun little video and somebody has to get on there and say something negative about it. Like it could be a seven-year-old girl in the video and they're going to trash her. And like, I try to bring myself to a spot where I go, dude, you should feel bad for that person. Like if this person's life is so sad that they're having to comment on a seven-year-old's Twitter post, like they don't need you to scream at them. They need help. They are sad. But it's really hard to, it's really hard to feel sorry for some of these sons of bitches. And like people who comment... Like, sometimes to me, it's just like, I can't believe that you went out of your way to type all of that and then hit send. That is absolutely flabbergasting. And some people, they're definitely doing it for the attention. Some of them are doing it just, I don't know why. Because I remember I had this one instance, and somebody, this is back when I guess I would still respond to them. Maybe I still do if I've been drinking, but I'm trying not to drink so much. Somebody commented on one of my videos and said, uh, this isn't funny. You're not a real comedian. You need to go back to doing whatever it is that you did, you know, before or whatever. And I, I just responded and I was like, well, you might not think I'm funny, but you know, I get paid money to do it, bought my house from comedy. So by all intents and purposes, I am a comedian. Have a good day. And this person responded, oh my God, oh my God, I didn't think you'd see this or respond. I'm so sorry. I'm actually a huge fan. I didn't mean any of that. And I responded back. I was like, wait, is this sarcasm? They're like, no, no, no. I'm, I love you, man. I think you're hilarious. And I was like, why did you say that? And they were just like, I, I don't know. I didn't think that you'd see it. And I cannot explain that person. I don't know what type of person that is that they're like, I like this person, but I need to put negativity out there. And also, I, he won't see it. Well, then what you do it for? Like, who, who are you doing this for? Like, I guess these people are like hoping that someone will see that and have a back and forth with them and that they get joy out of that. And I guess what I'm saying is like, maybe that person is just really lonely and they're like, nobody wants to talk to me, but if I bait them like this, we'll, we'll engage in a conversation. And that's crazy. But anyways, I got down this dark path. I was reading other people's negative comments. It just started making me feel the, think the worst of the world, you know? And I'm like, God dang it. Like, is this really what society is? Or is this like, is this truly just a small percentage of people who, who just are sad and we should just pay no mind to? And then I was scrolling and I saw, I don't know if y'all know, uh, y'all saw this, but Bruce Willis apparently has dementia, which is very, very sad. I have firsthand experience with dementia. That is how I lost my grandmother. It is a very, 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 very sad disease. Uh, full disclosure, I definitely had jokes about it in my act, 100%, just because that's how I process 
you know, grief or whatever. So I'm not about to go down the, no one should ever make a joke about dementia, blah, 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 that thing. But what pissed me off is I saw this, some news outlet posted a picture of Bruce Willis and they were like, in the first picture since his diagnosis, Bruce Willis seems confused. And it's like, number one, yeah, no shit, he's got dementia. That's the number one symptom of dementia is being confused. And number two, it just started making me think about the paparazzi and how like maybe the paparazzi sort of started the culture of like shitting on things on the internet because it's all negativity. Like, like I'm ne- listen, we live in a very difficult world. We do. We live in a very difficult world where like a lot of people have to have four and five jobs just to make what used to be one income. You know what I mean? And And, and whatever you do to make money, you know, I'm probably not going to judge you on it unless your job is taking photos of someone with dementia so that you can put it on your newspaper to sell newspapers because you're an asshole. People are like, oh, they're just doing their job. Well, get another job because that's insane. Like maybe if the headline was like, Bruce Willis spotted after uh, dementia diagnosis, our prayers are with him. That'd be one thing, but just to put up... Bruce Willis looks confused. I don't get it, man. And I can't decide if, like, the paparazzi is a reflection of our society or our society is a reflection of the paparazzi. Like, what was the chicken or the egg? Did we suck? Like, have we always sucked as people? And so newspapers and stuff were like, well, we're going to feed into that suckdom. Or... Did newspapers and tabloids and and pop culture become depraved and shitty? And so as human beings, we responded to it. I can't decide, but it's gross and I hate it. And that ain't good for my brain. So I'm shutting that shit back down immediately. I ain't ain't clicking on no videos, looking at no comments. I'll look at them on this substack because y'all are my people. And I'll still peruse every now and then when we put out a new character or something and I got to see what people are saying about it. But I ain't dwelling anymore, you know? And I know I ain't trying to be Tony Robbins here, but I know that y'all, everybody has something that they're dwelling on that they ought not be dwelling on. And we should stop dwelling on it together. We got to take care of our brains, y'all. I want to get back to that place of pure joy and bliss and happiness that I actually have been for like the past year, praise God, thinking about how miserable I used to be, you know, uh, having a bit of a rough day today, I ain't gonna lie, and I feel like I have to be open with y'all, because I'm a very open person, y'all are with me on this journey called life, I only had four beers yesterday, only four, and I am so hungover, my belly hurts, my head hurts, and it's made me more depressed and more anxious, which is probably why I'm, I'm even here screaming into my phone right now. Uh, and full disclosure, I started vaping again. So we have to start that journey all the way back over. I have failed all of you. And I'm so, 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 so sorry. But one thing I know, one thing I've taught myself is we can't help what we did. We can only help what we do. You know what I'm saying? I just got to get back on the get back on the horse Don't know what it is about the booze, man, because, again, clinically, I'm not an alcoholic. I go months and months without drinking and love it, and then just sometimes I'm like, I'm going to have a couple, have four or five, get depressed again, yet I still do it. I think my biggest trigger 
is uh, being around drunk people, <laughs> you know? And it's not that I'm around drunk people and I go, ooh, they look like they're having fun. I want to have fun too. What it is, is that drunk people annoy the shit out of me unless I've had four or five drinks and then they're fine, you know? So I'm like, well, if you can't beat them, <laughs> join them. Oh, but God bless. Literally four beers in the next day, I'm super depressed and ranting about mental health on a substack that is usually fun. What a world. Take care of your brain, y'all. And uh, if you got if you got a friend that's struggling, reach out to them. You know, sometimes a uh, just a just a hey, how you doing text when when you don't expect it from someone is like it really does it. It's it's really wild. Also, just like smiling and waving at someone you know, walking down the street. You get those occasional people who are like, why the fuck are you waving at me? I don't know you. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm normally a pretty non-social person unless we're like best friends or whatever. But when I'm walking around, maybe I'm having a bad day and someone just smiles at me and says, pretty day today, isn't it? And I'm like, you know what? It is. I'm glad that we're all in this together, dude. That's what it's all about. So... Boy, this was an unhinged, off the rails. I don't even know what I was talking about. I think I wanted to talk about reality television uh, and, uh, and and give some dating advice. But you know what? We'll save that for another time. Y'all be good. I'm glad to talk to you. Sorry for venting. It's just you're the only people I know who will listen without judging me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know y'all are judging me. And that's totally fine. Y'all take care. I hope you have a wonderful day at work. Uh, and as always, actually, I hope you're not at work. I hope you're retired and you just won the lottery. Love y'all. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.